Today's daf is Bavakama daf Samach, and we are seven lines from the top of daf Samach Amid Aleph, the two dots, Lipsa Haruach, Kulam Peturim. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, Hanesunim Batzaru Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Fuad Shalema, for Yosef ben Pesel, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Shmuel ben Reb Aharon Halevi. So the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Nuntes Omid Beis mentioned halachos related to the mazik of Hever, H. And the Mishnah said that what happens if there were multiple people complicit in creating a fire that ultimately caused damage? Who is it that is going to bear the responsibility from a Niske moment perspective? So the Mishnah said as follows, If one person brought a fire, another person brought wood, threw it into the fire, which caused the fire to spread and damage. It's the second person, the one that added the fuel to the fire, that's going to be responsible. If one person brought wood, and a second person then lit a fire, caused that wood to cause destruction. It's the person that brought the fire that's going to be responsible. But what happens if one person brought wood, another person brought a fire, but the fire was doing its own thing and it wasn't causing any damage. Then a third person came, he fanned the fire, which caused it to spread and ultimately damage, it's the malava that's going to be chayev. And finally, the halacha that we need, in the event that one person brought wood, another person brought fire, another person fanned the fire, but still nothing was happening. And then the ruach came, a wind, that caused the fire to spread and caused destruction. Everyone's going to be turin. Meaning, although every Many people here played a role in this fire that ultimately was mazik, but we're focusing on the makabapatish. That's the theme of the Mishnah. And being that in this case it was the ruach, so kulon peturim. So the Gemara begins with a brisa that's me inyan le inyan. Tan rabbanon liba velipsa haruach. What happens if a person would fan and the wind would also fan? The fire would then go and it would damage. Is the person that fanned Chayev or is he not Chayev? On the one hand, he was a Liba. The Mishnah says, if you're Malabi, you're Chayev. On the other hand, it was also Lipsa Haruach. And the Mishnah said, Lipsa Haruach, Kulam Peturim. So the Mishnah says, says the bride says, follows. If this person with his fanning could have caused the destruction on its own, meaning his Liboy didn't need any help from the Ruach, Chayev, in that case, he's going to be Chayev. Im Lav, Otherwise, Potter, he's going to be Potter. Meaning, if the only way that his fanning would have created destruction was together with the Ruach, so it comes out that he by himself didn't have the ability to cause this Hezek, therefore, he's going to be Potter. He has a partner, that's the Ruach, who is Potter. As a result, he too is going to be Potter. If, however, his fanning in and of itself could have created destruction, the fact that it was also Lipsa Ruach is not going to exempt it. But the Gemara asks Akasha, am I? Meaning, why is it that if the only way him fanning the fire could have caused any damage was together with the Ruach, do we say he's part of Lahave? Why is this not like a Zoira 
the Ruach Nesayata. So one of the Lama Tess Malachis is Zaira, one of the lesser known Lama Tess Malachis. But it is one of the Lama Tess Malachis. What's Zaira? So we're not farmers, but when the farmer wanted to separate his Eichel from Silas, one of the things that he would do, this is when he's in the field, he would take the Tfuah, he would throw it up in the air, the wind would come, and it would separate the good from the bad. The Torah says you're not allowed to do this. This is one of the Lamites Malachas. Now, a person is only over a Malacha when he does a Maisa Malacha. In order to do Zaira, by definition, you need the wind to play a role. So that although his Maisa Zaira involves the Ruach, and it needs the Ruach, Afalpikein, you're a Zaira, and you're going to be Chayef. So Freik the Gemara, why then, when it comes to Nezokin, is it any different? When a person fans a fire, even if he needs the Ruach to be Messiahia, but lehevi kizayra v'ruach misayatoi, and if that's enough for it to be considered loisasa kamalacha when it comes to hilchas Shabbos, so why shouldn't it be considered kiseitzayesh? Why should it not be the av nizakin of hever and let him be chayiv for the mazik of esh? That's the gemara's kasha, and the gemara is going to say four terutzim. Amr Abaye, the first terutz is Abaye. He said hachav ma'yaskinon kigun shaliba mitzad echad v'lipsoi. Meaning, if the person was working in tandem together with the Ruach, he would be achroi, despite the fact that he needed the Ruach. Just like Zoyra v'Ruach Mesayata. The Mishnah, however, is talking about where it was Liba the Lipsa Ruach, but they were operating in different directions. Where he was Melava Mitzad Echad, he was fanning the fire for it to spread in one direction, and then Lipsa Ruach caused it to go in another direction. If in that case... He is playing zero role in the lips of Ruach because it, Ruach took it in a completely different direction. So when they're working in tandem, like Zoyra Ruach Misayata, where the Ruach is being Misayaya in what the person is doing, and Achinami. And if that would be what took place, you would be Chayev in our Sugya. But that's not what happened. What happened was, you will Liba Mitzad Echad, Lipsa Ruach Mitzad Echad, and that's why you're going to be part of Rav. I'm a Rav said, Kagan Shaliba Ruach Mitzuya, the Lipsa Ruach, the Ruach She'ena Mitzuya. The Braisa is talking about where this person, when he was Malava together with a Ruach, so he was Malava it with a Ruach Metsuya. However, out of nowhere, a Ruach She'ena Metsuya came, and that's what caused this fire to spread. Zoyre Ruach Mesayato, it says, Rav is Chayev, because you know that there's a wind there. Thus, you anticipate it. So that although it's technically the Maisa of the Ruach, it's an act of heaven, but at the same time, it's something that you're Asakadaiti, and therefore you're Achroi, despite the fact you're not doing it 100% by yourself. But that's only if the Ruach is something that you should have been Asakadaiti, something you could have anticipated. And Anachanami, if a person was Liba, and the Ruach was Messiah, and that Ruach was a Ruach Metsuyah, despite the fact that your Liba in and of itself could not have done the damage, you would be Chayef. However, the Bryce is talking about where it was Lipsa Ruach, the Ruach She'ena Metsuyah. And because it was Ena Metsuyah, it's not something you had to anticipate, and that's why you're Potter. So the reason you're Potter is not because Ruach Messiah, that you see from the Malach of Zoyer is not the case. The reason you're Potter is because the Ruach was a Ruach She'ena Metsuyah. It's something that you never anticipated was going to happen. And as a result, we view you as an oinus, and therefore you're going to be part of Rav Zeirah. Rav Zeirah is a third heretz. He says, Kegoyin, the Tzamra Tzamuri. The case of the Brisa of Liba of Elipsa Haruach, where the Allah is that if your Liba in itself couldn't have done anything, you're going to be part of it. It's talking about where you didn't really fan it. 
Rather, what did you do? So Rashi says, might as well read it inside, What you did was you blew. If somebody's hands are cold, so you'll blow into your hands sometimes. That's what this person did. If it was a proper liba, then enochinami. Even though it's ruach mesayate, it'd be like zoyer ruach mesayate. But you didn't even fan it. And being that you didn't even fan it, so it's for that reason you're going to be part If a person does a regular maisa liba, like the Mishnah says, and you're chayef, even if the ruach is mesayaya. However, the case that this price is talking about where you didn't really fan it. And finally, Ravashi Yomar, Ravashi is the fourth terrorist. He has the final word, like he so often does. And he said, It's true, there's an idea of Zayr Ruch Masayat, but Hani Midlilinian Shabbos. That's true in Hilcha Shabbos. Why? The Meleches Machsheves Asvatayr. Because we know what's the rule that governs high level, all of the Lamites Malachis, what you did, is it a Malachis Machsheves, or is it not a Malachis Machsheves? Is it a Malacha Chashuva? Is this the way an artisan does his Malacha? Is this the way the Malacha was done? By the Malachas HaMishkan, whatever the exact Nusach of Malachas Machsheves is. But the point is, there the criteria is Malachas Machsheves. And being that the criteria is Malachas Machsheves, despite the fact that it's Ruch Masayatoi, being that this is the normal way to be a Zaira, so you're going to be Chayef. Avul Hocha, over here, we're learning Bavakamo. Groma Ba'amahu. And in Bavakamo, if you do something, that ultimately needs to come onto the Ruach, we view your mice as a mice grama, the grama benazakim potter, and it's for that reason that you are going to be potter. So what was the kasha? We had a bryce. The bryce said, Liba, the lips of her Ruach, im yesh belibuy of kedei l'abais, a chayv and potter. So if someone fans a fire, cause the fire to spread and cause damage, you're chayv. If somebody creates a fire, doesn't fan it, and then the wind comes and takes the fire, then you're going to be Potter, what happens if you and Malaba together with the wind? So the Bryce says, if what you did in and of itself could have created this damage, then you're going to be Chayef. If not, you're going to be Potter. Ke'ilu, if you and Malaba, but your Libri only worked B'tziruf with the Ruach, then you're going to be Potter. And the Gemara's kasha was, why? And it wasn't just a why. In Hilcha Shabbos, there seems to be a comparable where you find that Allah is different. Ruach, Zayrev, Ruach, Mesayate, over there the Halach is that you're going to be Chayef, despite the fact that your Maisa Zayrev is working together with the Ruach. So why Libav Ruach, Mesayate, is the Halach, that you're going to be Potter, and we had Loi Pachas for Terutzim. Abaye said, the Bryce is talking about with the Ruach was Mesayate, they were actually operating in different directions. Zayrev, Ruach, Mesayate, and Chanam Yizchayef. But here you will Libav Mitzad Echad, and Lipsay HaRuach, Mitzad Sheni. Rabbi says, the Ruach here was a Ruach Sheni Metsuya. Zayrev, Ruach, Mesayate is where it's a Ruach Metsuya. Here was a Ruach She'ena Metsuya. So for sure you can't be Chayef for something that happens. Al Yedeya, Ruach She'ena Metsuya. If your Maisa Liboy in and of itself could not have created any damage. Rav Zaira says he didn't even do a proper Liboy. A proper Liboy and a Chinami. You have to be Asakadaite. You would be Chayef even if it's Ruach Mesayate. You stand blue and then all of a sudden a wind, albeit a Ruach Metsuya came and it spread the fire. That's not something you're going to be Chayef for. And Rav Ashi said along this. Rav Ashton said there's a fundamental difference between Hilcha Shabbos and Baba Kama. Hilcha Shabbos, Melechus Machshavos Asratayr, Zayr Veruach Masayatay, at the end of the day, it was a Melechus Machshavos, as opposed to in Baba Kama, over here we view you as a Grama, and Grama bin Azach and his father. By the way, Chayim Medinei Shamayim, the way Ravashi is understanding this halacha. But Al Kopana Medinei Yadam, you're going to be Potter, and the reason you're going to be Potter is Gromad Ben So this is clearly not our sugya, but I just think it is worth mentioning that ordinarily, when you're learning Hilcha Shabbos and you find the idea of Malachas Machshavas Asr Torah, usually it's Lakula. So for example, Dover Sheinem Eschavin, Malacha Sheinem Tzricha Lagufa, if someone does a Malacha, Yedei Shinoi, Shnayim Sha'asu, maybe. There's a whole bunch of different places in Hilcha Shabbos where we say that if a person violates 
He does one of the Lamites Malachas, but Malachas Machshevis Asr And if you do the Malach, albeit not by Malachas Machshevis, we say that even though Be'etzim, you should have been Chayiv, you're going to be Potter. This is a little bit the opposite. Over here, we have a situation where we're saying that really I should be potter because all I am is a grammar. But Malachas Machshavas Asr And because Malachas Machshavas Asr and what you're doing is the regular way to be Zaira, so the Tsura of Zaira is Ruach Mesayatai. And being that all we care about is, is this a Malachas Machshavas, so despite the fact that etc. Maybe you could have been exempt. Afapikin, you're going to be high. So that's a very obvious observation to take away from this Gemara. But I think it's Kedai to acknowledge that there is another Gemara in Shas. This Gemara is in Masech the Shabbos, where you would expect it to be. It's in Perikol Kisve. It's on that Kuf Chafam Beis. It's a Brisa. Just one excerpt. Ksiv Loisasekal Malacha. Asiyahuda Aser Guramashari. If someone's Mechal Shabbos and he's Mechal Shabbos Ayyadei Grama, the Allah is that he's going to be Potter. Because it's Grama, Grama bin Zakan is Potter. But over here, Malach is Machshavas Asr Tayr, you're going to be Chayyab. But the Teretz is Pasha. The Teretz is Zoira is Chayyab be Grama because. Zaira, the Malachas Machsheves, and the Tzuras HaMalacha is to do it by Ifen Grama. But Enochanami, if someone's going to be Toichin, for example, Ayyadei Grama, or if someone's going to be Koisev or Moichik Ayyadei Grama, it could be in that instance he's going to be Potter. The truth is, the whole idea of Grama and Hilcha Shabbos is a very, very interesting topic. Over the years, we've mentioned raid bites from Rabbi Pesach Frank and different places in the Saratzvi, where he talked a lot about this Halacha Lamaisa, because it could be different. Chil Shabbos, even in the modern world, is Chil Shabbos, however, Grama in Chil Shabbos. And if there's a Kula, based on a Mufur Shagamar in Shabbos, Tavkuf Chaf on the days when it comes to Grama, then there's Mokim Lahakal when you're dealing with a certain Shas Atchak, etc., etc. So it's a very interesting sidebar tucked away here. In Paraka Kindis, Either way, we're talking about Eish, so we continue to talk about Eish. Mishnah, If somebody sends a fire, the Achla eats him and it consumed wood, or stone, or offer, or dirt, because the Pasuk says, So that Pasuk, that the Mishnah just quoted is the Pasuk of Ish. And from that Pasuk we learn that if someone shelechas ha and it eats Eitzim or Avonim or Afar, it doesn't matter which one of the above, the Allah is that you're going to be chay. Now the Gemara, this first Gemara we're going to learn, is going to do a deep dive, be a light, into this Pasuk. So I think it's Kedai to just read the Pasuk again and just be a mashu more familiar with it. So the Pasuk is discussing the Mazik of Ish. He says Eish Matzah Koitzim, Koitzim are thorns. V'nechal Gadish, it consumed a stack of Tvua. Ayakama, or standing Tvua. Ayasada, or the entire field. In any one of the aforementioned situations, Shalem, Yishalem, Hamaver, Saber. So this Pasuk is a wordy Pasuk. The Pasuk is telling me the Mazak of Eish. And it says it in four different situations. It destroyed thorns, a stack of Tvua, standing Tvua, or a field. Zok to Yomar. Omar Rava. Rava said, Lomali dekasav rachmana koitzin gadish kama v'sada. Why the wordiness? So Rava said, Srichimini dekasav rachmana koitzin. I had the Torah only said koitzin. I mean, I would have thought koitzin hu dechayv rachmana. Maybe the only time a person's chayv, if his age causes damage, is if it damages someone else's thorns. And the reason is, mishum deshchiach ish gabayu, because it's common for there to be fire in the vicinity of thorns. 
And the reason is, again, we're not farmers, but apparently people used to burn their thorns. And as a result, there was always fire in the vicinity of the kaitzim. And therefore, v'shchiach t'pashnat. It's something that's very likely a person may be paisheya. Meaning, he knows that the fire is in the area of the thorns. He knows his friend has thorns. He has no right to burn his thorns. And as a result, it makes sense that if your fire burns someone else's thorns, you're a peche, and therefore you're going to be chayv. But as it relates to a stack of tfuah, where it's not shchiach for there to be a shvir, people usually keep their tfuah far away from where there might be a fire. And as a result, it's not like a common case where a person would be peche in that situation. You would have thought that may be a potter. And Rashi says, the so it's an interesting hamamina, but there would have been a thought that if somebody has a fire and the fire goes and it torches someone else's tfuah, he was probably an oinus. And we're like, Dan and therefore the Allah is that you're going to be part. Either way, that's why the Torah had to say Godish, even though it said Koitz. Because Rachman of Kaddish had the Torah only said Godish. I mean, I would have thought, Godish, Chayv Rachman, maybe you Chayv for Godish, but have some Eruba. Who? Because Godish, that's very valuable. That's the real Schayra. Avil Koitzim, they have some Muwit, but the thorns, that's the Psylus. That's not worth a lot of money. Amaloi, maybe you Pater. Me, maybe. For something that's so not valuable, the Torah exempted you. Interesting habaminas, but I mean, who cares if it's a hefsen moed? The bottom line is you would damage somebody's property. Regardless, therefore the Torah said Rava felt they had to say kaitzim and they had to say gadish. The Gemara says kama lamali. Why did the Torah say the word kama? They teach me ma kama begaloi afkal begaloi. That just like kama standing through is begaloi, right? could see it. So too, the only time you chayu for Eish is if that thing is goli, as opposed to what? Everyone knows this halacha, tomun. So in the event that this that was damaged was tucked away, literally, it was hidden, it was underneath something, it wasn't like standing tfuah, which is begoli. So then you're going to be put, how do I know that from the word kama? It's an extra word to teach me, ma kama begoli, av kol begoli. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who throughout of a kama holds, that Eish is chayv, even on tomun, so kama, lovely, why did they write the word kama? The rabbi is kol bali kama. Rabbi Yehuda felt that Torah had a Teach me that anything that's standing is going to be chayiv. Meaning, from the pasuk itself, it sounds like you're only chayiv if your fire burns tfua, right? Hatzad ashavashavahen is you're a farmer, you're in a field, and that's the damage that's taking place. What if an animal gets hurt, or what if something else that stands gets hurt? How would I know that you're going to be chayiv? So, from the word kama, I know kol balei koima. Says the Gemara Virabanon, the rabbis Kobali Kamimino. How do they know the rabbis Kobali Kaimo? Nafkalu me oiha kama. It says not just kama, but it says oiha kama. The word oi is the rabbis Kobali Kaimo. Rabbi Huda, what does Rabbi Huda do with the word oi? Oi mi boile lechalik. No, he didn't need that word oi. Why? Because if it wouldn't say oi, if it would say kiseitz eish umatsa kaitzim, venechal godish kama tzada, so you would think you have to. Knock out all of those things. The Torah wrote the word oy lechalik that for each one individually, you're going to be chayik. Says the Gemara Rabbanon who used the word oy lerabis kol bali koima. So lechalik minalu. How do they know lechalik? Nafku lohu me oy hasada. It says the word oy a second time. Umatza koitzim v'nechal gadish oy hakama oy hasada. So the first oy is. And the second eye is coming to teach me Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, why do you have the second eye? I did because of Rachmano. Again, a little symmetry, being that the Torah wrote the word eye the first time, so the Torah writes the word eye a second time. It says the Gemara, Sada Lamali. Why did the Torah have to write the word Sada? So we know why it said Kaitzin and Gaddish. 
Kama, we even know why it says oi. And we even know why it says oi tzum tzvetamo. But why did Torah even need the word sada? What's the word sada coming to be marba? Says the Gemara, La suye, it's coming to teach me lichako niroi v'sichsicha avonov. If a person has a fire and the fire goes and it causes damage to his neighbor's field where his neighbor was plowing but he didn't get a chance to plant yet. So he was chayresh but he wasn't yet zayreya. Or if it touched the stones of his neighbor and it caused a little bit of damage to the stones. You would have thought that in those cases you're potter. Why would you have thought you're potter? This is also something that came up several times earlier in the Masechta. And the reason is because it's a little unusual and out of the ordinary for fire to have the ability to be and there is an idea in Bavakama that the only time a person's chayef for damages is if it's something that's usual and customary. But to the extent it's something that's out of the ordinary, it's like shalik darka, it's not really a fit in terms of the mazik and the nizik, so in that case you'd be potter. In fact, ish is the chiddish where you find that a person's chayef for things that it's normal for ish to be mazik and also for things that it's not normal to be mazik. And the example always is this, what's the makar? The makar is from the word sadeh. Once we have sadeh, and sadeh seems to be so inclusive, so I'll just say sadeh, I wouldn't need anything else. Gemara says, that's not true. I would have thought, and the Torah said the word sadeh, I would have never been marba everything. I would have said it means the contents of the sadeh, but maybe not the chef of the Sada, Kamash Mulan, therefore the Torah wrote, Koitzim, Gadish, Kama, Oi, Oi, Sada. Like this, I know everything is included with the exception of Tamun. Tamun is the exception, according to Yehuda, even Tamun. But the bottom line is, this is why the Torah had to be so wordy. Zak the Gemara, Agadita, Amrab Shmuel Barnachmini, Amrab Yonison, in Puranus, Bala Oilam, Elabazan Shorisham Bailam. Kadish Baruch does not bring any punishment to the world unless there's Risham in the world. Stating that, although the punishment comes to the world because of the Rishon, but when the punishment comes, Hashem punishes first the Tzadikim and only afterwards the Rishon. So this is a little counterintuitive. Punishment comes because of the Rishon. However, it's Maschelis Men Tzadikim. How do I know that? Said Rav Shmuel Ben quoting Rabbi Yonison, I know it from Parshish Mishpatim, from Darbavis Nazikin, I know it from Eish, and that's why we're talking about this right now. Shenema, it says in the Torah, he says, Eish, umatza koitzim, umatza eish yoitza. When does Eish? And Eish means, homiletically, Puranios, Bismancha koitzim, it's That's when this koitzim, who are the koitzim, who are the thorns of the population, they are the Rishon. The Inamas Chalas, Anamas Tzadikim, Tchila. How do I know that it starts from the Tzadikim? Shenemem, because the Pasuk says, Venech al Gadish. Now, Vaach al Gadish, Lenemar. It doesn't say that it's going to attack the koitzim and then afterwards the Gadish. Ela Venech al Gadish. It already consumed the Gadish. Shenech al Gadish Kvar. So you say, Merish, before the Eish got hold of the Koitzim, it had already gotten hold of the Gaddish. Now, if the Koitzim in the Mashal are the Rishoim, then who's the Gaddish? It's the Tzadikim. They're the Tfur. They're the Oichel. The, the Koitzim, which is the Psalas. So you see that the fire is coming because of the Koitzim. Kisei Tzayesh only umatza Koitzim. It's only going to come if there's going to be Koitzim. Abizosvisen. That when it's going to find the Kaitzim, it would already have been Venech al because although in Puranus Bala Oilam, Elbaz Mancha Rishon Ba'ilam, Abbe Enamas Chelas, Elamin Tzadikim, says the Gemara, this note, Tani Rav Yois, what's the Pshan, the Pasuk that says, Fa'atam Loisaitsu Ish, Mi Pesach Beisoy, 
This Pasik is discussing Makas Bechoris, the night of Geulas Mitzrayim. And Hashem warned the Yidin that you're not allowed to leave your house until the morning. Why? So it says the Gemara, because on that night the Mashkas had Rishos to go and cause destruction. And when the Mashkas has permission to do his thing, he doesn't know how to be Mashkin. Therefore, although the Mashkas, Makas Bechoris, was going after who? was going after the Bechayri Mitzrayim, but being that he doesn't know to be Mavchim, even Tzadikim L'Risham, even the Tzadikim, the Yidin, had to be careful. And that's Pshan this Pasuk, V'atam Leiseit Zawish, Mipesach Beisoy Adbaik. Because Rabbi Yosef was saying over a Braiser that said this. And he continued, and he said, Not only is the Mashchus not able to be Mavchim between the Tzadik and the Rasha, he knows to start from the Tzadikim, which is a little... Contradictory, right? He doesn't know to be mechal between the tzaddik and the rasha, but somehow he knows the chapter first with the tzaddik. Shemem, as the pasuk says, verchrati mimech tzaddik, and only afterwards the rasha. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Yosef said over this price, and after he said over the price, Bachi Rabbi Yosef, he began to cry. He said it over very emotionally. He said, Kulei hai nami la He said the tzaddikim that's so billig, literally that not only do they get punished. But there's this idea that the punishment is maschal from the tzaddikim. So after Rabbi Yosef had this very emotional experience of crying, so who commented? It's unbelievable. So Abaya said, This is not a reason to cry. To the contrary, it's a good thing. It's a bracha that the tzaddik has that he gets taken first. As the Pasuk says, Now, what's this Indian? That tivusahu Ligabayu, that the tzaddik gets taken first. So the last Rashi and the Yom, it says, The reason this is a good thing is, is because if the tzaddik is taken like this, he's not going to have to see all the bad that's about to happen to the Russia. So when the Sarmashkis comes and he's about to cause problems, he goes after the tzaddik first. Why? He's not coming for the tzaddik. But why the tzaddik first? The reason is because the tzaddik shouldn't have to witness all this destruction that's about to happen. And it's for that reason, it's mascheles men ha tzaddikim. What comes to mind, of course, is Rashi and Chumash and Parshas Toldos, where the Pasik says, the day that Esav of Rosh was the day that he sold the Bechari to Yaakov, so Chazal say on that day, Avram. Avram Avinu passed away. Why? So he shouldn't have to see his enokal Esav be Yoytzel Atar Bisra. The Ainzu Seva Toiva Shifticha Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Ebesh had promised him a Seva Toiva. This is a Seva Toiva that this is what's going on with his enokal of Ficha Kitzra Kodesh Baruch Hu Chomishan and Mishnoy. So therefore Hashem took away five years from his life. She Yitzchak Chai Kopeshan. How do you know Avram lost five years of his life? Because Yitzchak lived how many years? Same Mulchai. He lived 180 years. Vizek Kofayin Heishana. Yet Avram only lived 175 years. Vaistois, five years were taken away. And the reason five years were taken away, says Rashi, is this Indian. So this is like a Rashi Lashitasai. And this is the Indian of Avram Avinu living till he was 175, not like Yitzchak, who lived until he was 180. But there's another Indian of why it is that Kivan Chenit and Rishos. But at the same time, which we have two Makaris for. We have it in Parshas Boy by Makis Bechairis, and we have it also by the Mazak of Eish. That's why we're talking about this now. Only for the Koitzim, but when it's Matzah Koitzim, was already Nechal Gadash. Because the Tzadikim, they are the ones that get punished first. The Ulus Ephraim, the Kleyokar, is 
in Chelek Revi, it's in Maimer Tov Kuf Mem Aleph. So he says a Dover Niflo. He says that we know Tzadikim are Megan on the world. The context that he is discussing is the halach is that if somebody finds his father's Aveda or his Rebbe's Aveda, so that's a Mishnah in Elu Matthias, you have to return your Rebbe's Aveda first. Why? And he's only So on that Indian, Eilat Safraim is Meirich a little bit, and he says that the reason Avedis Rabbi is Kedemis is not just because your Rebbe is bringing you to Eilam Haba. It's because your Rebbe is bringing other people to Eilam Haba as well. And he goes on and he's Meirich about the schus that a tzaddik has because of the fact that he's Mazaka the Rabbi and he's Megan on the generation. So Toich Dvarav, when he's talking about that Indian, he says that's the oimik in the Gemara above a kamadav samach. That whenever this Peronius that comes to the world, it starts from the tzaddikim. You want to know why it starts from the tzaddikim? Because if there are tzaddikim in the world, it wouldn't be shayach for Peronius to come to the world. Because the tzaddik is megan on the world. And because he's megan, so he protects. So it's not possible for there to be real Peronius that's going to come to the world if there are tzaddikim in the world. And therefore, says the Oyla Safraim, there's no option, there's no choice but to start from the tzaddik. Because if the tzaddik is going to be alive, you can't have Peronius that's going to be and he says, that's why if you see a tzaddik dies, it's scary. Because it means maybe there are makos that are mamash m'shoyes u'boyes. That maybe tzoros are coming. Because maybe this is the nechal godish that needs to happen in order for there to be a matzah koitzim. But the tzaddik has a shmirah, the tzaddik protects. And that says the oil of is the oimik of, of this chazal, of why it is that it has to start from the tzaddikim. Zok the Gemara Vaita. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, Lo'olam yikonis adam b'chitoiv, the eights of b'chitoiv. So a person, if he's entering a city, he should always enter the city before it gets dark. And when he leaves the city, he should wait until it's no longer dark. Meaning a person should travel. Specifically, it should be nichnes v'yoytze during daylight. Now what does kitoiv have to do with light? So Rashi says, it's based on the Pasuk that says, Vayar Hashem, Shem saw the or kitoif, that it was good. And really, it's a play on words. It's a pun. You want to go when it's the good time to go. Or is called kitoif because the Torah refers to it as, as kitoif. Regardless, the oil of Mikan is other kitoif. He ate of the kitoif. How do I know this? The atom lay seitsu ish mi pesach beisoi ad boiker. Tanur Rabban. Dever the ear. In the event that there's a dever be ear, there's a magifa in the city. So the advice is you should. Stay away from the outdoors, meaning lock yourself inside. Remember, the Pasuk says, Right? The Yidin were told, there's a devil by ear, it was Machas Pachayr, so everybody has to stay inside. But Oimer, there's another Pasuk that says, Yeshaya Novi said, Lech Ami He tells Ami, his nation, go hide in a cheder, uskor dlascho badecho, and lock the doors, chavi kemat rega ad yavarzon. And he says, hide there for how long for a rega? We know, ki rega ba'apoi, right? The charoi nafa v'kodesh baruchu is a rega. How long is a rega? Kememre, right? The Gemara in the beginning of Brach is bilamnu, b'shuvan levi, but chavi kemat rega, hide for a rega. But you see this Indian of leich ami boi b'chadarecho, uskor dlascho badecho, Wait until the Zam is going to pass. I mean, there's a third passage that says the same exact idea. It says, Michutz Teshakal Cherev, Umechadorim Emo. Meaning, Michutz Teshakal Cherev, if the sword is drawn, Bachutz, so what should you do? You should be inside your head. You shouldn't be outside. So, says, why do I need to reap Sukkim to make the same point? I'll tell you why. Because I only had the first part that says, I would have thought, I would have thought that's only true at night. I will be a mamaloi, but maybe during the day not. Meaning, at night, we know the Mazikin Drezech. 
Laila was always a scarier time. And as a result, maybe in the Choshech, in the Finster of the night, so maybe then there's an Indian of Ad Boike, but maybe during the day this rule doesn't apply. Toshma Leich Ami doesn't say a word about day or night. So I know it's true by day as well. I would think, had I only had the second pause, I kind of be like, I would have thought maybe the only time there's an Indian to be inside is when things inside are calm. But let's say outside it's bad, but inside it's also bad. So I would think in that instance, maybe it's actually better to be outside. Meaning not only is it not incumbent to be inside, could be it's actually better to be outside. Why? Because kinofik, if you're going to be outside, yosebeni inchi, you're going to be together with people, bitsavsa and in a chaburos, it's good. Right? Sometimes if there's an Esara, you're together with a rabbin, it could be a good thing. Tashma, that's why we have the third Pasik. Michutz Teshakel Cherev Umechadorimemo. What do you see from here? Afal Gafte Mechadorimemo. Even though here in the Chadorim, in the Chadre Chadorim, it's Emo, this Pachad over there. Oh, but still, Michutz Teshakel Cherev, it's better to be in your Cheder. Rather, the Gemara says, Be'idin Rizcho, when there was a Dever, when there was a Magev, I have a Sachar Kavi. He would go inside, like the Bryce says. He would also close his windows. Except the Pasuk says, that sometimes the Malachamavs could come through the Chaloinus, as an Indian, not only to be inside, but also to close the windows. There's a hunger in the city. You should leave the city. Meaning, go out and try to find food. Remember, the Pasuk says, there was a Rav in the land. So what Avram Avinu do? He went to Mitzrayim. So you see, Avram Avinu did that. So, my saw the similar modern. This is what we're supposed to do. There's another Pasuk that says, Now that Pasuk is talking about a story in Nach, which we will not go into now. Rashi says, There were four Anoshim Mitzrayim. They were Mitzrayim, and they were put with the Mitzrayim war, which is Chutzle Gimel Machnes. They were outside, and there was a hunger where they were. They had no food. There was a hunger in the city, and they decided they're going to go to Aram, and they're going to try to get some food there. And even though in Aram it was dangerous, there was a war going on, but they said, we have nothing to lose. At the end of the day, we're going to end up dying anyways, so we might as well go. So this is another Pasuk that you see that these Anosh Mitzrayim, they went during a Shas of Rav, during a hunger, to try to get some food. So the Mar says, my, why do I need a second Pasuk? The Mar says, I'll tell you, if you would think, maybe the only time when there's a hunger, is there an Indian of leave? That's where there's no Suffolk Nefashis to the place that you're going. But maybe if you're going to a dangerous place, boy, maybe there it's going to be different. That's why we have this next Pasuk. Now, the Gemara now quotes the safe of that Pasuk. It says, Meaning they said, listen, we're going to go there and we have nothing to lose. So you see from here that this Indian of when there's a Rav Ba'ir Pazer Aglecho, this is true even in a situation where the place that you're going to is a place that is equally as dangerous. Tanu Rabbana. Dever Ba'ir. If there's a dever in the city, don't walk in the middle of the road. Because the Malachamov is, he's going. Why? 
being that there's a dever, which basically means that it's been signed off already, that the Malach HaMovitz could do what he wants, right? he has a lot of authority at this point. So in that case, he's going to go Kederach HaMelech. So if there's a dever, the Malach HaMovitz is literally walking through with Azak Gaiva through the middle of the road. So stay away from the middle of the road. Sholom Be'ir, if there's peace in the city, then Fakir, then don't go on the side. So the Malach HaMovitz might be lurking by the Tzidei Drachim, so stay away from the Tzidei Drachim. If there's a devil in the city, a person should not walk by himself into a shul. Because the Malachamavah keeps his things there, all his uh, instruments, his kalim. So stay away from being alone in a Beisach Knesset. Immediately after we define print. That's only true if there's no children learning there. If there are children learning there, you're okay. Additionally, you have a minion. There's a minion there, then Malachamavis is not the tenor of a club and boychim. If you hear dogs crying, Malachamavis balir, means the Malachamavis is coming. Club and Mesachakim, if dogs are laughing, Elioa Novi balir. It means Elioa Novi is coming to the city. So dogs have a sense to know if the Malachamavis is coming, if Elioa Novi is coming, some soifer, not for now, but he relates this to the idea of Loyechet's Kalav Lushainai and the miracle of. The dogs that took place at the time of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. But the bottom line is, the Gemara says, the the last moon came. That's only true if there's no female dog. But if there's a female dog, then these are not necessarily simonim, because it could be these reactions of the dog is actually related to that. Yosef Rab Ami, Rab Asa, Kameda, Rab Yitzchak Nafcha. Rab Ami, Rab Asa, we once sitting in the presence of Rab Yitzchak Nafka. If this Gemara sounds familiar, we discussed this in a raid bite during Bava Kama. Mar Amale, Lema Mar Shmaitza. So Amir of Asi, they're both sitting in the presence of Yitzchak Nafcha, and they both turn to the Rebbe, and they say, could you say something in learning? Sure, what would you like to hear? One only wanted to hear Agadita, and the only other one only wanted to hear Aloha. He says, okay, I'm going with Agadita. He didn't let, the other one didn't. The other one didn't let. So he told him, listen, we're not getting very far. So let me explain to you what's going on right now with a mushal, which is Agadita, right? He said, let me explain to you Person two wives. One was young, one was older. Yoleda, the younger one, she used to pull out all his white hairs. She wanted him to look young. His older wife used to pull out all the black hairs. She wanted him to look old. Nimsa Kareach Mikano Mikan. And this person ended up being a Kareach, meaning Why? Because between the two of them, everything was pulled out. See, so listen, I can't say Agadita, I can't say Allah. I'm Kareach Mikan Mikan. I can't I can't say anything. I'm Allah hands. He told him, here's my idea. I'm going to tell you something I think everybody's going to be happy with. Pasik says, the Pasik begins. It sounds like Tetzameyatzma. It sounds like this fire, it just spread on its own. And then the Pasik says, Shalem Yishalem Hamavres Habeira. That sounds like this fire that spread, didn't spread on its own. There was a Mavres Habeira. Somebody went and he lit the fire. So which one is it? So he said, Etvar Agada first. He said, Amra Kadosh Baruch Hu, Olay Lishalem Es Habeira Shehivarti. Although the fire that caused the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash was a fire that went out on its own. Meaning, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm not really the one that destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. It happened through the Averis. It was Teitzei Me'atzma. But at the same time, I'm going to take Achrayas, Ke'ilu, I'm the one that lit the fire, and I caused this to burn. Ani Hitzati Eish I'm the one 
I was the Mavras Habeira. I lit a fire in Tzia. Shenemer vayatzis esh b'Tzia and vatoichel yisoy deisel. Vani yosel of noisa beish. And I'm going to build it. Not just am I going to build it. I'm going to build it with the zolbe esh. Shenemer vani eya lo choymas esh saviv ulechavoid eya betoichel. So he said, you want to know pshanik kiseitzei esh umatzakoitzim shalom yishalom amavras habeira kiseitzei esh. Referring to the esh that destroyed the base hamikdash. Really, that esh happened on its own. It was the averus that caused it. To take place, Avakadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to treat it as if I myself was a Mavras Haberish." Meitzah. Then he said, "Let me tell you a halacha." Pasuk Akasa Beniske Mamoinoi V'snayim Beniske Gufay Loi Melacha Eishoi Mishum He said the pasuk starts with a lashon of Kiseitzayesh, but at the same time, Shalom Yishalom Mavras Haberish. We learn from here a major lamdus Shain Emol with a Reb Chaim and Sefer major lamdus where. The way Eish works is Eish HaMishamchitza, meaning as fire spreads, the reason you're responsible for any damage that occurs is not because we view the fire as your Shah, as your Mom and Amazek, and therefore you're going to be Achroi. But rather, we look at it as your Chitza. If we look at it as your Adam Amazek, that's why you're going to be Chai. This is, of course, the Sheet of Rabbi Yechanan, who holds Eish HaMishamchitza, right, that we spoke about earlier in the Masechta. So it's interesting that somehow the Mazek of Eish, Hever, as it's known in the Mishnah, is associated with a lot of agrada. You have this idea of It's learned out from this Pasuk. Additionally, you have the idea of HaKadosh Baruch who says that even though really the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of the Averis that the Yidin did, but Elayla Shalem, I'm going to make believe that I'm really the one that caused this Churban to take place, and Shalom Yishalom Amavas Abeira, that's Tavtocha, and one day I'm going to pay, and I'm going to pay Meitav, and not just that, it's going to be the same Mazik, the same thing that caused the destruction of the base of Mikdash. I'm going to rebuild it with a Chaymas Eish Savev, Chavayd Eya Besoycha. But just interesting that for some reason the Mazik of Eish has a lot of Dvar associated with it. But as it relates to Raid, we're going to exhale. So this week's Parsha is Parsha Shmois. And really, it's the second Sefer of the Torah. And I think it's just Kedai to speak out a little bit, Dover Be'itai, which ties into today's daf as well. And that is, so the Gemara, a few times, quoted the Pasuk that says, mi pesach ad And Chazal learned from here, Kivin shenitin reshus l'mashchis, enoi mafchin, ben tzadikim l'risha. So the Yidin were told, at the night of Makas Bechairis, nobody leave your house. And the reason they were told, don't leave your house, is because the Sarah Mashchis was given permission to do his thing. And The truth is, if you think about it, this Chazal is a pella. It's really, really, really a very difficult Chazal to understand. And it's based on something that every single person knows. We say it in the Agadah Shal Pesach. Everybody knows this. doesn't even need to be translated. We know that Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, Makas Bechayr has happened, 
Rather, it was So if that's the case, it comes out that Makas Pacheris didn't happen all day the Mashchis. If it didn't happen all day the Mashchis, so what's going on over here? The Pesach says, The Adam will say to which me Pesach Beis Yad Boiker, Chazal say, this is not the mashchis. Yeah, ordinarily Puranus comes all day the mashchis. But what does it have to do with the mashchis? An evil malach, an evil shliach, an evil sarf. Pashib shat is a pala. The truth is, if you look in Rashi and Chumash, in Parish's boy, on this Pasik, it's clear Rashi was bothered by this kasha. Rashi quotes the Chazal. Magid and Then Rashi continues and he says, the Laila. Rishus Laila is a time that the Mechablim have Rishus to Rome. Shenemar bois sirmois kol So the Ramban, of the art, he says, why did Rashi need that hoisafa? The Atem lo so ish mi Pesach beisei adboiker. Kivan shenit Rishus lamashchis is related to the fact that Laila is the times of the Mechablim bois sirmois kol has nothing to do with Bois Sirmois Kalchaisayar. It's related to Makas Pachiris. That was for sure what this Pasuk was about. It's on this night that there was a lot of Atem Lois Neitzel Vishmi Pesach Beisayad Boiker. Tonight, if you want after Shkir to leave your house, you're allowed to. Right? So obviously it has nothing to do with Laila and Mechablim and Bois Sirmois Kalchaisayar. So what's Pashup Shah? Says the Rabbi, I know why Rashi said this. Because Rashi was bothered. How could it be that there was a concern, a chashash, what's going to be with the Mechabul, the night of Machis Bechairis? We say in the Agadosh Pesach, it was Anivol Shliach. It was Anivol Malach. So if that's the case, so what's the issue? So Rashi said, Muzayin, the issue is the Mechabulim of every night. So Dr. Amban, it's a great kasha. I just don't like the answer because it doesn't answer the question. It begs many, many other questions. So the Ramban, because of this, says a different Mahalach. He says... That really it was related to the fact that on that night, was going to be in the streets, and as a result, no one was allowed to be outside because you're not allowed to be mistako in the dmos. There was such a manifestation of kilushchin on that night that that's why it was va'atam leiseitzu ishmei pesach pesiyat boiker and chazal as an asmachta from this halacha they learned. That this applies to an ordinary situation of where there is hashchasa going on. Hagam, it wasn't really related to the azor of Adam of this pasuk. Either way, Rashi muches, the Ramban muches. They're both saying shinui dechiki. I mean, the flood, but they're both saying shinui dechiki to simply try to figure out a way to get away from this kasha. But I want to digress a little bit. Again, using the license of the fact that it's Parashat Shmois and just to get into the spirit of Geula and get into the spirit of what we're about to learn. And that is, there's another kasha. That's a very, very stark kasha. And that is, so Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim happened, what about Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't play a role in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. So if Moshe Rabbeinu played a role in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, how could you say that Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim happened loyal yadei shliach? It's a stark kasha. The emes is, the Pasuk says in Parshas Chukas, V'anitzak al Hashem v'yishma koileinu, v'yishlach maloch, and Hashem sent a, a maloch, v'yoytzieinu mi Mitzrayim, v'hinei anachnu pa'kodesh irk tzeik So the Yidin, this is in Parshas Midbar, they're re- 
they're recounting the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and they acknowledge, Hashem heard our voices, is there a Pesach that contradicts Anivalei Malach more than this? Hashem sent a Malach that took us out of Mitzrayim. So, who's the Malach? Zemosha. You find that Avim Akhun Malachim. It's possible what Rashi is saying. Avada Moshe Rabbeinu played an integral role in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So if that's the case, we say this in the Agadosh HaPesach. Everybody knows that. It was Anivaloi Malach. What about Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu was a Malach. Yishlach Malach, Zog Rashi, is referring to Moshe. Moshe was also the Shliach. So there's a Malach, there's a Shliach. L'chura, how does it with this Chazal? The truth is, the brisker of Marna Gris, in his Sefer, Alatoira, it's in Parsha Shmois, it's in this week's Parsha. It's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself for the first time to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he tells him, I want you to be a Shliach, I'm giving you this incredible, incredible Shlichos, you should be the one to take the inanimate right. So Moshe Rabbeinu told Hashem, Mi anoichi ki eilech el paroi, v'chi oitzi es b'nei Yisro mi Mitzrayim. V'yoymer, Hashem told him, ki eye imach, v'zelecha ois, v'chulei v'chulei. So the Briskorov, we're not going to go through the whole Arichas right now, but he says that, what was Moshe Rabbeinu's time of, Mi anoichi ki eilech el paroi, v'chi oitzi es b'nei Yisro mi Mitzrayim. So Moran Agri said, that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Hashem, that I know Yitzis Mitzrayim has to be anivaloi malach. It has to be a nivaloi shliach. So, mi anoichi ki eilech, vichi oitzi es b'nei Yisrael mi Mitzrayim. You're telling me to play a role in Yitzis Mitzrayim? How can I play a role in Yitzis Mitzrayim? Yitzis Mitzrayim has to be vayoitzienu Hashem mi Mitzrayim. Vayoimer, the Ebesh that said, I'm asking my Shreve. But you know what the answer is? Ki eye imach. I'm going to be with you. Everybody knows Nevoah's Moshe was Choluk Piyasoid from the Nevoah of Sharon Avim. Because Nevoah's Moshe was Shechina Medaberis Mitoich Groenish on Moshe. See, even though Moshe Rabbeinu, you're going to be a Shliach, you're going to be a Malach, but it's not a Skira to Vavarti. Because Ki Eye Imach, I'm going to be with you. So although it's you, but it's really me, because of this idea of Shechina Medaberis Mitoich Groenish, and said to Briskerov, that's what's going on in this possible. But Al the Rav already asked this question, and the Rav said the answer is that Moshe Rabbeinu was different. Moshe Hesnish Tashliach. And the reason Moshe Hesnish Tashliach is because Moshe Shechinim and Abaris with Achronish on Moshe. And that was the Shakhla Vatayim. Me on Noichiki Elechel Paroi, Vichyot Esmenes Romi Mitzrayim. What happened to Anivalo Shliach? Vayoimer Keeimach. You're not a steerer on Yivaloi Shliach because I'm with you on such a level of Shechinim and Abaris Mitach Groinoi, and as a result, even though you're going to be Vayishlach Malach Vayotzienu Mitzrayim, it's not a contradiction to Vayotzienu Hashem Mitzrayim. But I was thinking, Lule de Mistafina, maybe we can develop a little bit of a different Mahalach to this Kasha. And that is as follows. Rav Shmuel in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, Zois Yaakov, he has an Arichos on this Indian. And he asks this Kasha, he brings the brisker of, of what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu clearly played a role Chazal said, You see, Moshe played a role in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. How does that reconcile with this idea of Anivaloi Shliach, Anivaloi Malach? And Rosh Yankif, in this shtickle, he asks another question. He says that, What's the Makar that Yitzhak Mitzrayim was Dafka al Yudea Kodesh Barucho? It says, Vavarti be'eretz Mitzrayim balai lazeh, vi kesi kol be'eretz Mitzrayim. 
Vihikesi, it's Ani, Ani Veloy Saraf. It's learned out from Makas Bechiris. So, Freyd Rav Shmuel Yankiv, Poshit Pshat. If Makas Bechiris was Ani Veloy Malach, Ani Veloy Shliach, Ani Veloy Saraf, Mechatesi, the whole Yitzhak Mitzrayim was that way. Makas Bechiris was an important part of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, granted, no one's going to debate that. Sort of a highlight. But at the same time, all it is is one of the ten Makas. So, Enochinami, you see from Vavaiti, Be'eretz Mitzrayim, Balai Lazevi, Kesi, Kobachar, Be'eretz Mitzrayim, that Makas Bechiris happened. Anivaloi Malach, Anivaloi Sarf, Anivaloi Shliach. But how does that have a right to define the whole Gulas Mitzrayim? Vayotzienu Hashem Mitzrayim, loyal yudei Malach, loyal yudei Sarf, loyal yudei Shliach, Ela Kodesh Baruch, Bechvoi Devatma, Mechtesi. The Vayotzienu Hashem Mitzrayim gets defined by the Vavaiti Beretz Mitzrayim, Balai Lazer, Vikesi Kobachar, Beretz Mitzrayim? Makas Bechiris was Anivaloi Malach, Anivaloi Sarf, Anivaloi Shliach. How does that somehow now serve as a gilui on the whole uptight of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that every fiber and every chalik of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was Vaitzieinu Hashem Mitzrayim, loya dey malach, loya dey sarf, loya dey shleach. Said Rabbi Shmuel Yankif, shteita in the Haggadah. It's clear that Makas Bechiris had two dinim. Makas Bechiris, Mitzar Echad, was one of the ten Makas. It was the tenth of the Makas, but it served another purpose. Makas Bechiris was a chalik of Gulas Mitzrayim. And the way Makas Bechiris happened is now going to be a definition of the way the whole Gulas Mitzrayim and the whole Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened. Of its Sarach Beer. It's Sarach Beer. See, Shteltzu, a lotion from the Vilna Goyen. The Goyen is in Aderes Aliyo, it's in Parashas Re'eh, the parish of the Mayadim. It says, Hamoitzi Eschem Yeretz Mitzrayim, the Heftachem Yibes Havadim. says the Goyen, the Shoyne Yazav. Shishtei Gu'uloiz Hoyu B'Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. There were two Geulois in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Echad Balaylo. One of the Geulois was at night. This was the beginning of the Geulah. She'ama Moshe le'pari Balaylo. Moshe told Pari at night, Im tirza lifter miyad ha-makas. If you want to get out of this last Mako, emmer lehem b'nei chayramatim. Just tell the Jews that they're free to go. Ulamachras, the next day, be'etzem ayoyim, during the day, yotzumi Mitzrayim b'yad ram. Then the Yidim left b'yad ram. Valgulas Laila says the guy, and you ready? Hoyepid yoyin shel Yisrael mimakas b'chayrus. During the Geula of Laila, the Yidin were redeemed from makas b'chayrus. Like we say in Davening, kol b'chayreyam harakta u'v'charcha, the guy in Zgeris is ga'alta, but if you daven u'sachsvar, u'v'charcha Yisrael ga'alta. But the point is, kol b'chayreyam harakta u'v'charcha ga'alta. So the Geula of Laila was what? It was makas b'chayrus. U'geula shayoyim hu'biyad rama b'chazaka, and that was already the, the culmination when the Yidin actually left Mitzrayim. But the Goyen already said, sheshtei geula yisayu b'tziyas Mitzrayim. This is yisayda chsidas v'shayrish avoyda t'mim of understanding geula's Mitzrayim. This is a lotion of the Vilna Goyen. There were two geulois. Echad balayla, the echad bayoyim. The echad balayla was makas b'chayrus. So you say, Meris, makas b'chayrus is not just the tenth makah, but the oimik of understanding what makas b'chayrus was is it's a geula. It's the aschal to the geula. And that's the oimik of kol b'chayrei marakta uvecharcha ga'alta, that there was a geula. Ga'alta. There's a geula that's taking place at the time of makas b'chayrus. So said Rabbi Shmuel if you see it in the Grah, you see clearly the Vilna Gaon said this, that Makas Bechayris is not just a Maka, but it's actually the Aschal to the Gula. It's one of the two Geulois. And as a result, the way Makas Bechayris happened now has a right to define Vayoytzienu Hashem Mitzrayim and has a right to define Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Good.
the truth is, it still requires a little bit of beer. Number one, what's this Indian of two Geulois, right? What's wrong with one Geula? Why would we have needed two Geulois? It's a little bit interesting. And the frack, where was there a Geula by Marcus Bechairis? What was the Geula of Marcus Bechairis? Again, not asking any fancy questions. Adayin Einoy Oymer Ela Dershuni. like a brisker, said it's Mefurish and Goyen. And it's really mefurish in that God of Shalpesach. How do I know that? From Makis Bechayris. The Makis Bechayris is not just a Makis. It's Geula. And the Gros says it. But that's for sure not the Iker Gula, which means there's two parallel Geulas taking place. And if there's two parallel Geulas, why do I need two parallel Geulas? And besides, what is the Geula of Makis Bechayris? So this is the Lulay, the Mistafino part. Maybe you could say, it's your dua, everybody knows this, that when the Yidu were in Mitzrayim, they were in a very, very poor spiritual state. There's a lot of Chazals that we've heard since we were little children. The Yidu came to the Yamsuf, the Yamsuf didn't want to split. They said, That Rizal was Megala, that when the Yidu were in Mitzrayim, they were in the Memtesh, Shari Tumor, and they were about to slip into the Sharnun, and had Hashem not taken the Yidu and Adam Mitzrayim at the precise second that he did, would still be Meshubadim, Leparib, and Mitzrayim. What? We would have never been freed? That's not what it means. What it means is spiritually we would have never been freed. Because we would have slipped into the Sharnun, and once the Yid slips into the Sharnun, it's over. It's not something that is able to get out of. The truth is, the real Makar to this is not just in Svar Makdashim. The real, real Makar is Psukim. It's in Yechesko Parikhaf. If you've ever gone through it, now's the time where Hashem is talking to Yechesko at the time of Churban Beis Amikdash, and Yechesko's pleading. He's saying, Why are you destroying the Beis Amikdash? He says, Ah, oh, my Cheshman with the Yidin goes back, Allah goes back a thousand years. You have no idea what a Rashim I have. It started already in Egypt. At that time, I was ready to wipe the Jews out. I, didn't want to take them out of Mitzrayim. They were literally Shoku and Avidazara and all the Maiserets Mitzrayim. That was something that they were engaged in. But I had promised the Zaydas, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, that I was going to redeem them. And as a result, I had no choice. But really, it was on some level I was doing it, but watching a very, very close eye. Because if at any point they were going to slip back, I was going to have no choice. And he says, they slipped. And I looked away again. They slipped. I looked away again. And he says, it's done. I can't anymore. It's already a thousand years. It's time to avenge not just the Chatoim of Bayes Rishim, but I'm going back now to the Chatoim. It's a psukim. That took place already in Mitzrayim. So the Yidin during that Kufa were in a very, very bad spiritual state. The truth is, if you're Ma'ayin in the Svarim, the Svarim, when they talk about Golos Mitzrayim, there seem to have been two parallel Golos. On the one hand, there was the physical Golos, Obviously, but at the same time, the fact that the Yidin were in Mitzrayim and they were trapped there and they were stuck there, literally, Chazal said, like an Uber Biyerachimoy, they were trapped in this Rachmanulitzlan spiritual goals that they had no way of getting out of. And when the Yidin were then redeemed, the Gu'ula was happening on those two levels. It was happening, say, on the physical level, you're no longer Avadim the Parab Mitzrayim. You're a free man. You own your time, right? This foreigner says, This month is going to belong to you. For the first time, you're going to own your time. You're balabas of thine at sight. 
because you're no longer avodim, you're no longer subjected to somebody else. But at the same time, spiritually, this was a situation where for the first time the Yidim were going to be free. The Makar, ground zero for this Indian is the Ramban and his Akdama, the Parsha Shmois, to this week's Parsha. So the Ramban says that Sefer Shmois is what he refers to as the Sefer Hagu'ula. Why is it the Sefer Hagu'ula? Because in this Sefer, we're going to learn about the first Golas that the Yidin ever went into, and then the Gaula that they got from him. So he says the Ramban, that's why. How does the Sefer Shmois start? The Eilish Shmois, right, B'nai Yisrael, Abba Mitzrayim, starts with Golas Mitzrayim. Because that's what this Sefer is about. It's about the Gaula. So you start where you're supposed to start, the Eilish Shmois, and then it's going to culminate with the Gaula. Frek the Ramban, I have a kasha. If this Sefer, Sefer Shmois, is called Sefer Gaula, why is it called Sefer Gaula? Because what's the toichen of the Sefer? Gaula's Mitzrayim. So where should it have ended? It shouldn't have ended in Barshas B'Shalach, uh, maybe after Kabbalah Satoira, Truma, Tetzava, Kisisa, Vayakel, Pekudei. What are they doing in Sefer Gaula? Says the Ramban. This is from the Yesoidei HaYesoides. V'hinei, HaGolos, Einenu Nishlam Ad Yom Shuvam El Mekoimam Ve'el Maylas Avoisam Yashuvu. The Golos was not complete, meaning the other were not at a Golos until they came to Mekoimam and they returned to the Madrega of the Zedes. When the Yidin left Mitzrayim, even though they left Beisavodim, but Adayin Yechashvu Goylem, they were still called Goylem, Ki Hoyu Be'eretz Loi Lohem, Nevuchem Amidbar, Ukishabol Har Sinai, Va'osu HaMishkon, that's when they returned to Milas Avoisam, and that's why that's when they were called Gulam. The Gulam was not complete until the Yidden had a Mishkan, until the Shina came back, until they were Khazul the Milas Avoisam, Avoisam as an Avam Yitzchak Viyakov, who were the Markava for the Shina. When the Yidden were able to return to that level, that's when they were considered Gulam. In other words, there were two parallel Goliaths that took place when the Yidden were in Mitzrayim. There was the physical Golas, Pashid, and then there was this spiritual Golas. When you're Ma'ayim in the Svar Makdoshim, Oichit Pashid. And if that's the case, that means that Gulas Mitzrayim also happened on those two fronts. There was the physical front, and then there was the spiritual front. The physical front, we left Mitzrayim, we're no longer Avodim. The spiritual front is that we're no longer Shakua, we're not in the Memtesh Shari Tuma, now we're on fast track. So that in 49 days we'll be able to stand at the foot of our Sinai, Kishachov, and we're going to be able to see HaKadosh Baruch right? We're going to be able with our own physical goof to be able to be Masik, That required a Gu'ula as well. They were so steeped in Tumla. And for the Yid to be able to go from point A to point B, that's a Bechin of Gula. I once thought that maybe that's the Hezbo and the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel. The Haggadah, you're supposed to start with Gnus. Maschel Begnus in Messiah Beshvach. We say it in the Haggadah. It comes from a Mishnah in Perak Abri Psachim. This Machlik is Rav and Shmuel. What does Maschel Begnus mean? Rav said, you're supposed to start from Metchila Hoyu Avisenu Oivdei Avodah Zara. Shmuel says, why would you start there? You're supposed to start What's the Machloikis Rav and Shmuel? It could be this is the Machloikis. Shmuel held that what's the story of Gulas Mitzrayim? What's the Iker Gula that we're focusing on? We were slaves, now we're free. So where do you start that story? That's a perfect place to start. Rav holds, that's true, but there's another Ibchin over here, and that is that we were Nechshev Gulim, that we were spiritually freed, that we were Chazul Amayla Where does that start? 
That starts with Avoisam. You talk about the Zaydis. You should know we were Avdi Avoisam. And then Avram Avinu came about and he was Makas Boyer. And a Yitzhak and a Yaakov. Then we came to Mitzrayim. And then we slipped. And then we were Chazul and Mailas Avoisam. So that's a very appropriate place to start the story of the Geula Ruchni of Mitzrayim. But the bottom line is these are these two beginners. These are these are the two in Yonim. The two Geulites that clearly the Rishonim talk about took place where the Yidden left Mitzrayim. So, we know when the physical Geula took place. That's when the Yidden left Mitzrayim. Biyot Chazako, Mitzrayim Netuya, Biyot Ramah. Be'etzim Ayayim Nazar, we left Mitzrayim. When did this spiritual Geula take place? I don't know. Damn I don't know. But at the same time, could be, again, very much B'derech Hefshah, maybe this has a Shaykhis to the Geula that the Vilna is talking about took place by Marcus Becheres. Let me tell you what we do know about the Geula of Marcus Becheres. The Pasuk says, That every single Bechar has Kedusha. Why does he have Kedusha? So several Pesukim later, Hashem says, Because Bari didn't want to send the Yidin Adam Mitzrayim. Hashem went ahead and he killed every single Bechar. And it's because of the fact that Hashem killed every single Bechar, it's for that reason, Kaddishli called Bechar, that the Bechari Yisrael got Kedusha. The Yidin got Kedusha, Bizman, Makas Bechairis. So the Bechari Yisrael were Kaddishli called Bechar as a result of Makas Bechairis. The Sforna, on the Pasuk, called Bechar Beretz Mitzrayim, by Yikik Shapari, says Azar. He says, What's the Shaykhis? Because Hashem killed all the Bechari Mitzrayim, so that meant the Bechari Yisrael have to get Kedusha. Suck this for a quote. Call Bechar Beretz Mitzrayim. Vahoyu Bechar Yisrael Ruyim Lil Kaisimat. Really, the Bechar Yisrael should have been punished together with the Bechar Mitzrayim. Al Derech, based on the idea of Penti Sofa Ba'avoy Noir, which is today's da. Kivichinit Rishos Lamashkis, Ene Mavkim in Sadak Larasha. So when the Gzeira came out, that all the Bechairim were going to die, really the Bechair Yisrael should have been included. Why? Because they were also Bechairim. The Silam, however, Hashem saved them by Mashahikdishim Loi, by making them Kaddish. He made them a different Metzias. You're no longer like them. But a Yitzia from there. And as a result, even though the Mama is Tome, but the Uber is going to be Kaddish for Tahar. And that Kedusha took place when? At the time of Makas Bechairis. So Makas Bechairis was a Maka, but at the same time, it was a Geula the Goyen said, and the Torah says, what was it? It was Kaddish Likol Bechar. There was a Kedusha. So you see clearly, Makas Bechairis, what's going on over here, is all of a sudden the Bechairi Yisrael are being sanctified. This episode of Kedusha that's taking place over here, I think, it's clock. That's for sure what's happening. But Emesis, it's more than that. Because Kana Ben Shoyal, pun intended, one second. So the Bechairi Yisrael got Kedushin at the time of Makis Bechairis. But by Yetzirah Hashem in Mitzrayim, we seem to be defining Makis Bechairis as a Geulah for Gantz Klai Yisrael, not just for the Bechairim. What about everybody else? But Emes is like this. There's a Pasuk in Yeshaya. This Pasuk is in Perik Mem Gimel. It's Pasuk Gimel. Ki ani Hashem alaykech l'kidosh Yisrael Moishiyach. I am Hashem, I save you. Nosati chafrecha Mitzrayim kush usva tachtecha. Zok Rashi in Yeshaya. Nosati chafrecha Mitzrayim. Heim hoyu lepidyon lecha. The Bechayre Mitzrayim were a pidyon for you. She Bechayreya Mesu. 
Because all the Bechayim Mitzrayim died, Va'ata b'ni Bechayri Nitzalta. But Klai Yisrael, you're b'ni Bechayri Yisrael, you were saved. That Yisim Chayiv Klai, really you deserve to die. K'may Shinema B'yecheskel. Perkov. V'oim alush b'chamos yaleim v'chulu b'aretz Mitzrayim. Makas Bechayris, the Bechayri Yisrael was saved. But Rashi is being Megalotas, that wasn't just the Bechayri Yisrael that was saved. On some level, Every year it had a Yeshua. There was some level of Kaddish Likol Bukhar that descended upon every single year at the time of Makas Bukharis. I wasn't sure if it was such a diak. Oh, but the MS is, is a Medrash, and it's on this Pasuk. If you have a fancy Makrois Kadoilis, Nach, they bring it here on the bottom. It comes from Mishnah's Rebbe, he has a test. Reb Shimon Oimer, Reb Shimon said, you ready? He said, You know how many Bechayim Mitzrayim died that night? It was 600,000. 600,000? It was 600,000 Yidin. Not 600,000 Bechayim. Every single Yid got Kedusha. At the time of Marcus Bechayris, every single year got Kedusha. Grada the Bechayris Yisrael got a Toisefes Kedusha. That plays itself out, Alochel Amaisa with Pidyon Aben, etc., etc. But really, Kaddishli called Bechayris is referring to every year. Because every single year is a Bechina of Beni Bechayris Yisrael. And that's this Pasuk of Nasati Kofrach HaMitzrayim, Shebechayreya Mesu, Va'ata Beni Bechayris Nitzalta. So if that's the case, maybe you could say, it's true. Marcus Bechayros was a Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And Makas Bechayros, therefore, on some level, defines Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And Makas Bechayros happened on Yivaloi Malach, on Yivaloi Shliach. It's also true, a Pasuk in Parshas Chukas, Vayishlach Malach, Vayoytzieinu mi Mitzrayim. And the Malach Rashi says is Moshe. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened on Yivaloi Malach. And Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened on Yudei Malach. How's it possible? Vavarti Beretz Mitzrayim, Vayoytzieinu Hashem Mitzrayim, the Teretz is There were two Gulois, the Goyen says. There was a Gula and there was a Gula. It could be, and it makes sense, that the Gula of the physical Shibu, that was through Moshe. Moshe was making all the Isis and the Moshe. Of the Kaddish, they Moshe couldn't do that. How could Moshe Rabbeinu be the Kaddish, they The fact that Kaisel got Kedusha through Makas Bechayris, that happened all the day that Kaddish Baruch of Chayda Ba'atzma. And that's what we say in the Agadah. Vayoyitzieinu Hashem Yitzrayim. Yitzies Mitzrayim. Not both Yitzies from Mitzrayim, but the Geula Rishoyna, that was the first of the two parts of Yitzies Mitzrayim. That happened all the day that Kaddish Baruch of Chayda Ba'atzma. How do I know that? I know from Makas Bechayris. For Vaytmi Veretz Mitzrayim. Anivalei Malach. Anivalei Shlech. That Kaddish Baruch says that I did. This Physical Geula, Moshe Rabbeinu played a role. But Yishlach Malach, it's the enemy Mitzrayim. But as it relates to the spiritual, and that's something that can only happen idea of Kodesh Baruch of the Ba'atzmah. And that chilek of it, that's something that happened after Aidei Hashem. And that's what we mean when we say, Anivalei Malach, Anivalei Shleach. Just to be Messiah. There's a Medrash Shoycher time. The Medrash is going on the Pasuk. Yisrael Noisha Hashem, Chua Say Lovim. Loisei Voishu, Loisei Komi. Yishai said this in Perak Memhei. Pasuk Yud Zayin. Omri Yisrael Lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Klai Yisrael tells HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch You're telling us it's going to be a Geula, a Gula Asida. He says, we've had Gulas already. This is the first time we ever had a Geula. We've seen Geulas. You already redeemed us HaYedei Yeshua. You do it HaYedei Shoiftem Umalachim. What happened after every Gula we had? 
We were chaisen and mushubatim. It just didn't last very long. So, shkoyach, thank you, Akadosh Baruch. There's going to be a gula, a betachlis. We've been here before, right? We've seen this before. We know how this is going to play itself out. There's going to be a gula, and then we're going to end up going backwards. So he says, what's the grace of tocha? And Befrat, you're telling me, Chuas I don't know if a Chuas You didn't know if Golas and Gaula, but Chuas this is already a foreign Indian. What are you talking about? It's true there was gula till now, but every single time there was gula was Ayyadei Basavadam. And the manig was always a ben adam. That's why every single gula was a gulasha. And he goyal eschem ayidei atzmi. He says, "I'm going to redeem you by myself." Shani chay v'kayim. And being that I'm the goyal and I'm chay v'kayim, egalchem guula kayemes lo ilamim. Shenemar Yisrael noisha b'ashem. When the Yeshua is going to come through Hashem, Chua Sailamim. Since then already it's going to be a Yeshua forever. So Shmuel Yankif and his grace of Maimer, he stelts on this Medrash and he says. How could you tell me that Gulas Mitzrayim happened? Everyone knows that it happened. It was an evil Malach. It was an evil Shliach. It didn't happen. Right? The Gulas, that's going to be Aydea Kadush Baruch. It'll be Yisrael Moshev Hashem Chuazaylam. But you want to know how was Shaykh to go from Abdi Pari to suddenly becoming Abdi Pari again? That's because it happened to Aydea Moshev. It's the Hastir to the whole Indian, the whole spirit of an evil Malach, an evil Shliach. But the Fi Hanal. Maybe the Teretz is half of a fella. It's true. It's true that it was an evil Malach, an evil Shliach. But that was only with regards to the Ruchni Estiga component of what was Golis Mitzrayim. The physical part, the Shibu, the physical aspect of it, that happened all Yedei Moshe. You know, it's interesting. The Yidin of Mitzrayim fell to the Shar Memtas of Toma. Right? How many years were we in Mitzrayim? So it was supposed to be 430 or maybe really 400, and then it was 210, and the Shibu was really 86. Right? All these different inyanim that you find in the in the Svarim Akdoshim. But we were there, Hechtsons, what, maybe a couple of hundred years, give or take, right? That's very hard to figure out exactly. But it wasn't that long. And we slipped to the point where we were mamish at the precipice of doom, over. We were going to cross a line that you can't come back from. We were going to end up in the Sharnun. So again, Kana Ben Shoyal, how is it possible then? We've been in Golis for close to 2,000 years. Are we not in the Shar Nun? And if that's the case, it's over. So what are we doing? Since you do the Svar Makdash, what Tzaddik says, that actually Nitna Torah, until the Torah was given, it was Shaykh for a year to fall into the Shar Nun. But once Klai Yisrael was Makabal the Torah, it is impossible for a year to slip into the Shar Nun. Sinish Meglach, it's not physically possible. Now that it's a Yeraisa for Yisrael Chad, it is impossible. Possible for you to fall into the Sharnon. You know what that means? That means the spiritual Gaula of Mitzrayim was true as Because you see, you can never fall into the Sharnon. The Teretz is because that Chalik of the Yitzi attack it was not Al Yudei Shliach. It was Vayetzienu Hashemi Mitzrayim. Loy Al Yudei Malach. Loy Al Yudei Shliach. And because that's what it was, so it was Yisro Mesha Hashem True Asaylamim. Fakir, Velokach, the Eschem, Lilam, Ayman Asinai. That was the fourth of the Lushonis of Gula, and that all happened. By the way, it could be this adds in Kenech, Tanoichi, Velayil, Chamipi, Agvura Shamanim. Because Lokachti is the fourth of the Lashonis Gula, and Gulas Mitzrayim was Anivalay Malach, Anivalay Shet, but not for now. But the bottom line is, is that the Nakuda over here is, is that being that that Chalik of it, that Chalik, 
Taka came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chvayi D'Vatzmoy. That's why Yid can never slip anymore into the Sharnon. But it's the other Chelek. That was Vayishlach Malach. This Pasuk, Vayishlach Malach V'yotzeinu Mimitzrayim, which on the one hand is a Pasuk that has so much brach in it, but tucked away is Vayishlach Malach V'yotzeinu Mimitzrayim, that it only happened Ayyadei Malach, which means that we can slip back and it can revert. The Kachave, unfortunately, it's the story of the Jews for years and years and years. But at the same time, at the same time, we have a Haftocha. Yeshaya Novi said, as we begin Sefer Shmois, and as we begin the story of Mitzrayim, we know that there's a Haftocha, that one day it's going to be Yisroel Noisha Hashem, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to redeem us, not only spiritually, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to redeem us physically. And when that happens, it's going to be Teshua Selam.